Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of Peel Life Changing Tips from Highly Effective People and we have with us Jodi Krangel. Hi. Hello Jodi. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. She is talking to us all the way from Toronto, Canada. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure to have you. So, so dear viewers, as you all know, on our show, our guests coming from, from diverse backgrounds, they tell us three life-changing tips that are valuable to them. In the first 10 minutes, we discuss about that. And after that, in the next 10 minutes, we hear from them about their life stories, about their journey, and then you can ask your questions too. So, and for many people, we don't know what is a voiceover actor. We know that they are doing brilliant job behind the screen, but how does the life look like uh, behind the screen for the, when they are recording for TV commercials, for radio commercials, at airports. So we will have this discussion. But first, we will ask Jodi to give her very brief introduction, and then we go to the three tips. Uh, well, hi, I'm Jody Krangle. I have been a full-time voice actor since 2007, and I have my own podcast called Audio Branding. You can find that just about anywhere podcasts are listed. And uh, basically, I talk to people about how sound is important because it influences us. So actually, um, I'm also a singer, so that's how I came at all of this. <laughs> uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, but uh, so saying the the first tip, the first of these three tips is actually to give some consideration to how your business sounds. So okay. I tell a lot of people that it as it is as important to be carefully considering how your business sounds as well as what it looks like. So you can really, you can have a wonderful logo, you can have great colors, you can know what fonts you're using, but if you're not paying attention to the, the music you put behind your videos, the voice you use on your videos, the uh, sound effects you use, the music you use on your on hold, these things are important. And mm -hmm. they give that full sensory experience to the people who are experiencing your company. It makes you seem more professional and more authentic. So it also helps people remember you more easily because music and things like that, sound is emotion and it reaches us really quickly and really deeply and it makes us memorable. So that would be tip number one. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Tip number two is do what you're good at and let others do what they're good at. And what I mean by that is outsource. <laughs> yeah, so, this is also very important. Yeah. Yes. So it not may being not the be... master of everything yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I mean, when you start off, you don't have the money to pay someone else. I totally get that. And for a long time, you're going to do everything yourself. And that's fine. When you can outsource the stuff that you are not good at or that you really dislike doing and you uh, procrastinate before you do and just like don't want to get to it <laughs> have someone else do that so that you can do more of what you're really good at it just means that you get to focus more on what your business is and what you are passionate about and then you're just going to have a much happier life that way <laughs> so yes. outsource so do what you are good at and for the other things take help from others yes right? exactly yeah and the third tip is don't compare your journey to anyone else's because uh, yeah, well, social media, as we all know, we get the highlight reels. We don't mm. we don't get, you know, the the downturns. We don't talk to people when they're not getting the business. We talk to them when they're getting the business, right? Mm. So, 
we're not hearing the full picture. We're not seeing the whole, the whole picture. And people are only putting the good stuff on social media. They're making themselves look better than they actually are. <laughs> and that's usual. Actually, that's, that's really true. That's really yeah. true because everyone is presenting their best side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they're hiding the pain that they're going through. And then yes. when you see that, see the half picture, you think that your life is miserable and others yeah. are really good. And you're comparing yeah. yourself to them, but everyone's journey is unique and unique to them. So your idea of success may have absolutely nothing to do with money or fame or anything like that. Your idea of success might be having time to do other stuff you want to do. It may be not having an employer. <laughs> it may be being your own boss. There are all sorts of things that could mean success to you. And comparing your journey to someone else's isn't productive. It's just going to depress you. <laughs> and I know it does me. <laughs> so you just got to go on your own, uh, your own journey and, uh, and, and be grateful. <laughs> mm. Hey, wonderful. That's really wonderful. Three tips, actually. And for the people who join later, uh, we have late, we have uh, Jody Krangel all the way from Toronto, Canada, Canada and she had a wonderful three tips. Uh, let's go through the tips again very quickly because they were so great and we can elaborate a bit. Tip okay. number one needs a little bit more elaboration. People join <laughs> a bit late. Well, I wanted people to think about what their sound is. So a lot of people pay a lot of attention to the logos and the fonts and the colors they use, but all of those things have an emotional impact. And if you really want to make that emotional impact powerful, you need to couple it with sound. So music is emotion. It brings us to an emotional mood, a place really easily and really deeply. And if you want to make an emotional connection with your clients and your the people who are experiencing your brand, the best way to do that is through sound. Yeah. So it's it's important. It, it you know, it shouldn't be an afterthought. I think a lot of people make it this thing oh i need music on this video oh, okay that'll work you know mm. think about it think about who you want to reach who is your ideal client and think about what they would want to hear and then match that with who you are because that melding of who you are and who your client is and what sounds would be appropriate for both that is really that's the magic place <laughs> Yes, yes. So that was really good tip. Um, and also when we talk our audio quality, so that's also kind of music, right? You have a very nice mic, I can see. I've yeah. Well, I, I hope my people can understand this, me. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Having a good okay. sound-treated environment is, you know, if you're on a podcast or anything like that, if you're announcing anything, good audio, good audio quality is important. Yeah. So you said tip number one was music or audio quality is very important. Give some consideration to your sounds, mm -hmm. right? So how your business sounds. The second is do what you're good at and let others do what they're good at. So like outsource, outsource email. yeah. So if you can, and I know not everyone can afford to do that, especially in the beginning, and that's fine. That's what you're shooting for. You're shooting for being able to do only what you really want and love and have a passion to do and giving everyone else whatever is left over. Because <laughs> that way Good. you can do more of what you mm. need to do to make your business run. That's really true. That's really true. I think everyone can relate to this thing. Now we have last tip, and that was don't compare 
Yeah. Others, don't compare your journey. journey. Yeah. yeah. Don't compare your journey to anyone else's because everyone's different. Everyone has a different idea of success. Mm -hmm. And social media is not an accurate indication of how well or how poorly people are doing. <laughs> They're never going to tell you the truth. Yes. That's <laughs> really true. Actually, to my father used to tell also, even if, if you are in the same team, in the same company, uh, don't compare with others. Maybe people, different colleagues will have different environment. We cannot guess it. Yeah. Just do your good. Okay. That were three wonderful tips. And now I'm excited to know more about voiceover acting as a profession, how it <laughs> looks like. So we will ask Jordi that what does a voice actor do? What a, a day looks like? Are they sitting, are they doing for working behind for commercials in the television, <laughs> radio, where? What are the possible projects and how does a day look like? Uh, it's There's a lot. <laughs> there, uh, I do pretty much um, sticking with advertising and uh, so commercials and corporate narration. I do mm -hmm. podcast intros and outros for people. I do some um, promo stuff, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of on hold. So really, it, it depends on what people are need, needing. Um, as far as the environment is concerned, I'm in it right now. <laughs> so you are looking at my padded room. <laughs> I basically, mm -hmm. uh, I spend a lot of my day in this very room speaking to myself. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so what it really is, though, is I'm given a script from a client, but I need to make it sound like I'm having a discussion with someone. I mm -hmm. need to make it sound real and I need to make it sound like I actually care what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And there is a connection there. And so there is a certain amount of coaching that comes into this and learning. And that's why they call this voice acting as opposed to, you know, anything else. There is actually mm -hmm. acting involved, even if you're not doing animation and video games and audiobooks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There is acting involved in having a good theater of the mind going in your head while you're speaking a script because mm. that makes it sound more real it makes you sound like you actually care about what you're saying mm -hmm. and it puts the company that you're working for in a better light so these so. scripts are always completely written or you you have a little bit of independence to change it according to how you want to look want it to look like or it's not usually my place to change the script because uh, often when I see a script, it's gone through several uh, iterations. It's been okay. worked over and maybe legal has gotten involved. Like, <laughs> so mm. no, I'm not changing anything. Okay. Uh, the writer would be upset with me. <laughs> okay. So most of our viewers are mostly like tech guys, yep. computer scientists, engineers, and they are doing 95 jobs or maybe uh, even longer, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. But how does a day look like? For a um, voiceover actor, uh, voice actor, it looks like to me it's like a, like a freelancing job. Or are you working with one channel or many channels at home yeah. or in the studio? Where where are you working most? Mostly at home, mostly in this very place where I'm sitting right now, and. I usually do projects that are five minutes of finished audio or less. So often I'll wake up and find a bunch of projects in my email and just get to work. <laughs> and uh, that could be from clients all over the world. I have clients in Germany. I have clients in Sweden. I have uh, clients in the U.S. and in Canada. Um, uh, very rarely in the U.K. because I don't have a British accent. So... <laughs> It really depends on what they're after. 
but yeah, uh, clients from all over the world and, um, <laughs> yeah, that's and there's, there, yeah. Um, so I'll just go through the day and take care of my work and, and it is very much a freelance job. I am okay. mostly being paid on licensing my voice. So corporate narration is a little bit different because if I do a video, like the voiceover for a video that someone's going to have on their corporate website and it's just on their website and maybe their company's social media and they're not using it for advertising, then mm -hmm. that's one fee and that's it. And I'm not worried about it. If they're using it for advertising, so YouTube pre-rolls, social media payments for content um, promotion, um, TV or radio or streaming radio or anything like that, then they're typically licensing my voice mm -hmm. for a certain mm -hmm. amount of time, depending on how many people are going to hear it. So if it's a local, national or a, a local, regional or national commercial, mm -hmm. um, they're going to pay more for national than they will for a local, obviously. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So geographically, where it's being heard, how many people are hearing it and for how long. So it's okay. a lot like music licensing that way. Very mm -hmm. similar. So I have a question to that, that you're saying that you have clients um, several places and you have been to Germany also several times. We'll yeah. come to that about yeah. your experience in Germany. But you have been working in this field for over 13 years now. Yep. How has this field evolved? Previously, uh, when we fought thir before 13 years, maybe there were very less channels, bigger channels. Mm -hmm. And there was also not so, uh, so much social media was not active. Now, now many people are uh, uh, doing social media marketing. Yeah. How has this changed your life as a voice actor or a profession? And what well, were the main challenges? Yeah, there. when I started, I always wanted to be working from home. So I made sure that I had a studio environment here in my home. And that was professional sound quality. Um, so thankfully <laughs> that I did... Uh, uh, thankfully, I did. I'm sort of reading on the screen as well. Um, okay. Thankfully, I I was prepared for that because, uh, you know, things have gone online more and more as the years go by. And because social media wasn't a thing, then I wasn't doing pre-rolls for people, right? <laughs> so that was not one of the voiceover channels that I was working in. Now, much more. So a lot of people are using online channels even more than they're using TV or terrestrial radio. So you'll see, mm -hmm. I, I do a lot of work for streaming radio. I do a lot of work for Pandora in the U.S. and for iHeartMedia um, also in the U.S. But uh, these mm -hmm. are both channels that didn't really exist when I started. Mm -hmm. So all sorts of things are prop popping up that weren't available before. And it's moving more on more and more online. So it means that you have to evolve also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, moving online means... You need to develop certain skills also, and those who mm -hmm. will not develop, they, even if they have a good voice, they will be left behind. I think it's the yeah. same for all professions. We, we need to ad adapt. Yes. What about um, the changes since COVID came? It's gone uh, even more online. <laughs> uh, I, I used to occasionally go into downtown Toronto studios for some projects if I needed to. And now, nope, <laughs> that's not happening. So, uh, yeah, so the, the studios that I used to go into, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm mostly operating, in fact, entirely operating from my home studio. Mm -hmm. And 
making that the best it can possibly be was probably the best decision I ever made <laughs> because I was ready, right? There were a lot of people in major, major markets like LA, Chicago, New York, who only were used to going into actual studios that weren't mm -hmm. their own home. And when things shut down, they were kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. So yes. now a lot of people are scrambling Although by now, I hope they understand that a home studio is a good thing to have. <laughs> yes. uh, before, like, you know, when April, May, June, when that was happening, like people were, okay, this is going to end. Okay, when is this going to end? Hmm, it hasn't ended yet. Okay, I it guess I'm build the studio. Time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, eventually these people did build their own home studios. And I'm thankful that I've had this going for so long that I know what I'm doing in it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Are you also choosing between the ads? Like, for example, you really you will be getting ads for video, for tele, for radio, maybe announcements on the airports or train mm -hmm. stations. But are, are you also choosing or just doing all the things because and there are experiences, for example, for example, if you're doing an ad and they're trying to sell something and you mm -hmm. know that actually what they're trying to sell, uh, they are lying about it, you know, ah. mostly, mostly in advertisement is also about like, sometimes I believe that it's uh, the product is not worth it, like yeah. it is being presented in the ad. Yep. Uh, maybe, but still, of course, somebody is doing voice acting. So has it happened to you that you reject also sometimes or no? You know, it depends on the project. I very rarely have been asked to do something that I really felt strongly about not doing. Um, mm -hmm. Mostly because, you know, this is advertising and it's acting, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, uh, that's, I have to put aside my own personal um, thoughts on things in a lot of cases because it's not about me it's about who is buying or not buying the product <laughs> yeah um, it's i think it's similar to uh, the the uh, in in the co the court cases so there is always a victim and there is also a criminal but also for the criminal you need a lawyer oh, so yeah. you cannot ask this lawyer that why are you doing it, it it's his job yeah Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that if something really went against my own um, beliefs, you know, like if I just like really had something strongly that I felt was not in uh, keeping with that particular ad or whatever, I would mm -hmm. probably say no. Like, I don't I don't do adult stuff, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like like there are some things that I just I, I won't do. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's it's rare that I run across that. And okay. most mm. of my, you know, most of the people that I'm in contact with know my limits <laughs> and yeah. know. So, you, so uh, you're doing well in voice acting and yeah. you have evolved in this evolution from uh, towards social media and also post-COVID. Yeah. Uh, but there is another aspect also we want to discuss here. You started your own podcast channel. Also. Yes. So yeah. we will discuss briefly about that. But before yeah. going deep into it, Tahir, Tahir is asking that. Uh, he also needs some tips about some good quality mics, how to yeah. choose it, and maybe sound setup so that sound is sound in videos is clear. I tried hard in many videos, but still not successful. Yeah, one of the things that you might be running up against is your environment, Muhammad, um, because that might be too echoey. It might be too large and too many reflective surfaces. So if you can put yourself even, well, okay, you need video, so you don't want to go into a closet, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, so like like clothes in a closet can really actually make the sound much better. And that will also increase the sound quality of a so-so mic. It's not really about the great quality of the mic. It's more about your environment. So in the case of a video caster or a podcaster, I would say for the beginning at least, try and cut down on the reflective surfaces that you're recording in. Um, maybe put up um, a portable clothesline or something behind you with some blankets over it. Um, speak into a corner where there is some foam, uh, you know, so that you can get rid of some of those reflections. Um, and then maybe get yourself a dynamic mic that podcasters use because the dynamic mic will cut will cut off a lot of the room noise for you okay so these so, are some good tips um, yeah i hear i hope uh, you got your answer <laughs> and yeah so tell us about um, your journey towards podcasting since when did you start and what was the motivation and yeah well i joined a, a business mastermind group actually and uh one of the things that they talked about was starting a podcast that was in keeping with your audience. So who you work for and um, talking uh, to those clients directly and finding out what they're interested in. And it wasn't, it didn't really take all that long for me to figure out what I was going to be interested in and what I thought my clients might be interested in because there's a reason they hire me. They hire me because my voice fits their brand. Not all the time, obviously, you know, like every every brand is different. Mm -hmm. But but the brands that hire me, they hire me because my voice fits what they have in mind for their brand. And mm -hmm. that is audio branding and audio branding. It, it's really become popular in the last few years. It's been around for a long time. I just don't think that a lot of people put an actual name on it. So audio branding or sonic branding. Um, people have had what's called ear cons, um, you know, like the the da 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 of McDonald's and the Intel, mm -hmm. you know, da 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 da, right? Like all of those things, right? Those mm -hmm. are those are what's called ear cons, um, sonic logos, basically. Those mm -hmm. have been around for a long time. Jingles have been around for a long time. People are starting to put the picture together. It's a much wider picture that voiceover is a part of, music is a part of, ear cons are a part of, um, the phrases people use at the beginning or the end of a video, uh, those can become audio branding. Mm -hmm. Things that basically you consistently use over time that reflect who your company is mm -hmm. and who you want to be using your product or service. Okay, so I think, so it was also a supplement or adding to your on ongoing um, business as a voice actor yeah. and this added to it you know it's it's polishing yeah. that it's like an advertisement for example my audio podcast uh, or, or this video podcast just started because i lost my job due to covid yeah. i found a better job but in between i thought okay let's spread, spread some positivity yeah. i have no clients in that and then also you of course we have no business relationship here but you came and you wanted to tell about podcasting to a broader audience today in yeah. Germany. It was a great, it was really great to have you here. And yeah. um, I think we discussed briefly about voice acting, actually, and many, for many people, uh, especially the techies, mm -hmm. and they don't know about it, or they never heard directly from a voice actor. And it was a pleasure to have you here. And we are now going towards the end of the show. 
Okay. And we will ask you to repeat the three tips very quickly or let me do it and then sure. you will correct me uh, that if I learned something or not. Okay, <laughs> tip number one from Jodi was that in uh, in any project, music quality is also very important, you know. Um, it's a often, little more broad than that. <laughs> I, I meant... Well, I meant give consideration to how your business sounds. Music is a part ah, of that. Yeah, music is the just voiceover art. is a part of that. The sound effects are a part of that. The phrases you use at the beginning or end of a podcast or a video cast or whatever, um, or a video that you, you know, whatever you produce, uh, pay attention to the sound and how it matches your company image. That was really good that I repeated. So I got a little <laughs> bit of correction now. I have to watch the show again. Good. Tip number one. And tip number two was that uh, to <laughs> you want me to say <laughs> think about it uh, <laughs> tip number two was outsourcing yes yes so do not try to be master of everything uh, do do the things that you are good at and to complete the project you can take help of others yes number yeah two. and tip number three was do not compare yourself with others everybody has their own unique journey mm -hmm. and do what you are good at and let others do what they are good at and let's yep. interpret. These are wonderful three tips. Uh, and I had a question actually from Tahir. Maybe we will end up with that. It's a difficult question actually. Mm -hmm. uh, it's that, can you please explain what you call a success? What I call success? I like having time. Um, for me, I mean, not needing to worry about money is a nice thing, <laughs> you know. Um, but once the worry is gone, what's left? right? Like how far do you go with that? <laughs> That's not the be all and end all. So for me, it is having time to do what I want to do when I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. It was really great to have you here. And we really right. enjoyed the three tips. I think our viewers, they will also be enjoying it. And those who did not see and seeing the recording, you're <laughs> also welcome to give feedback in a private message or in the comments, whatever it is, that feedback is always good and it's like machine learning you know we are learning all the time you know <laughs> sure. so thank you very much and thank you very much jody thank you for joining all the way from canada it's 12 42 p.m afternoon there yes. and it's uh, 6 42 p.m here in in, in germany and uh, yeah. really even late in pakistan and india thank mm. you very much for joining it was a pleasure my pleasure yeah thanks thank you everyone for all thank you all the viewers it was a pleasure to have you. bye bye